Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you, and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. Going to the word of the Lord. Now, I was originally going to talk about begin another series, but on Sunday, Sunday morning, the Lord started dealing with me about something else. And so we're going to deviate just a little bit uh, for a month or two, maybe this month and next month. And preferably the Lord will allow me to go back to what we originally was going to start. Mm-hmm. But we have to be obedient amen, to, to the Lord and when He is directing us. Amen. amen. And so we're going to start a series entitled One Lord, mm-hmm. One Faith, One Baptism. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. So before I go to the key scripture, I just want to read one scripture in your hearing. Before I do that, let's pray. Father, we thank you right now for this time of sharing the word. We pray, oh God, now for understanding. We pray for clarity of thought and speech. And we pray that as our understanding be enlightened on tonight, help us to hear and understand your word in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Luke chapter 24, verse 45. I'm just going to read it for your hearing. Luke chapter 24, verse 45. This is saying what Jesus did. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Then open he their understanding that he might under, that they might understand the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we want the Lord to do too tonight. He wants us to, we want him to un- open up our understanding that we might understand the scriptures. Our, our key Foundation scriptures, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 5. We'll begin there. Now we're going to be moving through some scriptures tonight because I'm a word preaching teacher. Mm-hmm. And so I like to have the word to back me up. Amen. 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 That says, one Lord. One faith, one baptism. Mm-hmm. Now prior to that, the verse says, endeavoring to keep unity of the spirit in the bond of peace, there is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in the one hope of your calling. One Lord, everybody say one Lord. One, one Lord. Lord. One faith. One faith. One baptism. One baptism. Now I don't care what year it is, there's always going to be one Lord. Uh-huh. Now, let's get that, that foundation laid. There's one Lord today. Uh, there was uh, one of the famous singers died, I believe. And people were just 
falling out everywhere. Yeah, falling out everywhere. They call him, he called himself, I don't know if that's his real name or that's his stage name, Prince. And people are having a fit. Uh, and then some, I've seen somebody, a preacher said, the Prince of Princes has died. And then, you know, when Michael Jackson died, um, I was working full-time at Verizon Wireless at that time and part-time at the funeral home, but I was at work and when the news hit that Michael Jackson died, they had to call the ambulance. Because <laughs> somebody fell out. They said, oh no, the king has died. But no matter who it is, there's only one Lord. Capital L. That's right. One Lord. One Lord. And so it's so easy in our culture to establish deviations. But there's one Lord. And this has been since the beginning of time. One Lord. There's only one God. I'm going to try to use this. I'm not a teacher, but we're gonna we're gonna try so we can you can read my right. One God. Yeah. Go to Deuteronomy chapter six, verse four. Now, everybody say one Lord. One Lord. Lord. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is how many? One, one Lord. Lord. The Lord our God is one Lord. The Lord our God is one Lord. The Lord our God is one Lord. Let that sink in. The Lord our God, the one that we serve, the one that we call upon, is one Lord. God is one Lord. Let that sink in. Okay? Isaiah chapter 43. We're not going to hit all of these, but we're going to hit some, the most of them. I'm, you can take these home and read them. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10. The Lord our God is one Lord. Keep that in your mind. 43 and 10 of Isaiah. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant, who I, who I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no God formed, 
listen, neither shall there be after me. Why? Because the Lord our God is one Lord. Keep that in mind. Neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there is no Savior. Now, this is the Old Testament. And the Lord is saying, I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there is no Savior. Stick with me. We're going, we're going somewhere. It's going to all add up. Just a minute. Because the Lord our God is one Lord. Flip over to one chapter of Isaiah 44 and 6. Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first. And when it's all said and done, I am the last. And beside me, there is no God. Period. Beside me, there is no God. In the discussion, there is no other God. Go to James chapter 2, verse 19. Because some, some people say, right Old Testament, you know, Lord, he didn't. Then I understand what's getting ready to happen. So, James chapter 2, verse 19. Now, we don't, we're not the only ones that understand this now. Thou believest that there is one God, you do as well. If you believe that, you're in good shape. Yeah. If you don't believe it, you're in trouble. Thou believest there is one God, that do as well. The devils also believe. And do tremble. They tremble at something else, too. And we're going to get that. They tremble at a certain name. Because that name is associated to this God. We're going to get to that. It all connects. It's hanging here. Put the seat down. The Lord our God is one Lord. Now, we understand that God is one. There's only one God. There's only one God. Now, He is so amazing. He is so awesome that He was able to perform several duties at one time. First of all, we see him manifested. When we first are introduced to this one God, mm -hmm. we see him as Father. Yeah. Okay? 
And what did he do in the beginning? He created. Yes, he did. Okay? That is the first thing we, when we first introduced to him, he's the creator. You probably don't even have to read that. Genesis 1, 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Okay? Now, there's something else significant that we learned about him in the beginning. And we also learned about him as we read the New Testament. That God is a spirit. Because in John chapter 4, verse 24, the first few words, if you read it, says, God is a spirit. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does say that. Now, throughout the Old Testament, you'll see that he dealt with people in human ways. Mm -hmm. When he talked to Moses, used, and the spirit, he talked, he spoke to Moses, he spoke to Joshua. He did this, and you see, he had human-like attributes, like uh, you know, the anger of the Lord yeah. was was kindled against him. You know, he had human-like attributes so that they could relate to him. Yes, he did. But he was a spirit. He never revealed himself in a human body. Some ask, can we see you? He would never let them see you. But he was a spirit. And because he was a spirit, there was a limitation to certain things that he could do as a spirit when it came to redemption. Now, why was redemption necessary? Okay, this, this Father God that we had created the world. He also created man. Okay, and in creating man, everything was good. Everything was nice. Everything was lovely. But man fell into sin. Adam and Eve. And so when Adam and Eve fell into sin, that caused a separation between God and man because sin will disconnect you from God. Yes, it does. The wages of sin is what? Yeah. Death. So, God said, now, alright, we got to redeem man and bring him back. We got to bring him back into the fold. We got to, we got to bring him back. Now, under the law, we all understand that the only redemption, the only way you could be redeemed was through blood. Yes, right. I don't have time to go through all those scriptures. Right. So I'm trying to give you a summary of how it works. You can read it in your leisure. The only way the sins could be covered, the sins could be, you know, uh, atoned for was through blood. But God is a what? Spirit. Spirits don't shed blood. Spirits don't shed blood. So, now, there was not a human that would have qualified. Angels wouldn't have qualified. 
There was not a human that was qualified to shed any kind of blood to redeem man from sin. Why? Because we all sin. We come from a sinful nature. David said, I was born in sin. So God said, the only way I can redeem man really is I've got to do this myself. Myself. So, what do we have here? Now, we have God still being God, okay, Father, correct, He's Creator, Spirit, but we see Him do something very, very unique. He takes on the form of a human. Matthew chapter 1. 
Now this was just a prophecy of it happening. Get to Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. Now the real it's the real deal. <clears throat> And she shall bring forth, this is the, the angel talking to, <coughs> excuse me, the angel talking to Joseph. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from, his, from their sins. Mm -hmm. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet. What we just read in Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Behold, and it goes through through the prophecy. Now, if you will, turn real quickly to Luke chapter 1. <clears throat> and verse 31. Then Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be? So the angel was talking to Mary, telling her, You know, you're getting ready to conceive. Mm -hmm. She hadn't had, you know, she, she had never been with a man, what have She didn't know how this was going to be. How am I going to carry this child, this product from God? How is this going to happen? Then said Mary to the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not man? And the angel said, answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the high shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Now, this is one of the first times we're introduced to the terminology son of God, but do you notice it's not lowercase s-o-n. It's capital s-o-n. When you're referring to me in my relation to him, you would say lowercase s-o-n. When you're referring to Jesus, in his relation to Mary, lowercase S-O-N. The relationship right here is capital S-O-N because it's not talking about, you know, that type of son. It's talking about a direct mirror image. This is my, this is me. This is, that's why John 3.16 said, my only begotten. This is, this is a product of me. This is me. Yeah. Okay. Galatians chapter 4. 
verse 4. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son. Why did he have to do that? Because he needed, he needed that, that body. He needed that, yeah. that manifestation. He needed, he needed that human body to, to, to shed that blood on the cross. So he sent that body on earth. He created the body you're talking about that prepares me a body. He prepared that body. He sent his son. For made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem. That was the purpose of the coming. Them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Now, this is the last scripture we're going to look at um, concerning, I believe, manifestation. Of Jesus. 1 Timothy 3 16. This sums it up in a whole. <clears throat> 1 Timothy 3 and 16. So let's let's recap real quick. We still have this one God. who we know as our Father, but we understand that God is a spirit. Now, for redemption purposes, He created a body for Himself, Jesus. Jesus was human because he came from a woman like the scriptures to see. But guess what? He was also God. God. Okay, no man said he had anything to do with Jesus getting here. No man. At all. First Timothy 3.16 And without controversy Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. You read that? Yeah. God was manifest in the flesh. God, God was manifest in the flesh. Justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto Gentiles, believed on in the world, and at the end, received up in the glory. Yes. It tells you right there. Yes. It tells you right there. Mm -hmm. That this Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. It was not, was not a whole nother God. Because here all is where the Lord our God is one God. Yes. 
He was the same God, just a manifest manifestation. So then he was received back up in the glory. So now Jesus and, and this name is important and if I have a few minutes I'll come back to that. If not, we'll come back to that next time because this name this name is important. He didn't give this name frivolously. Jesus, Jehovah, is our salvation. He said this name right here is a name above all names. God in the Old Testament had many names. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha. You, I mean, many names. But when he gave this name right here, said this name right here, gonna cover all the bases. Yeah. All right. Yes. God, glory to God. Yes. That's why demons tremble. Yes, they do. I fear the Holy Ghost. Yes. That's why you can pray in this name. You don't have to say, in the name of Jehovah Rapha. You say, in the name of Jesus. Because that name covers all the bases. At the mention of my name. See, you got to call the name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You got, I'm getting happy. You got to call the name. You got to call the name. So, Jesus was taken, we understand, after he finished that work. So, in John, there was an occasion, he was talking to the disciples, said, now, I'm not going to be here. This body is flesh, I'm not going to be here. I got to go back. But, The spirit, the spirit is going to be with you. And when I go back, it cannot come until I go. It cannot come. The holy, the comforter cannot come. God didn't need two manifestations walking around at the same time. Because Jesus was already, Jesus was already there. That was God, right? God with us. God with us. That's what it, that's Emmanuel. God with us. What did they need the Holy Ghost for? And the Holy Ghost was there. Yes. But when he was gone, they needed, we need something here in us. So he said, when I go, you go to Jerusalem and wait. And I'm going to send the Holy Ghost. And 
50 days later, Acts chapter 2, verse 1 on the day of Pentecost, there it was. And so then we have now Holy Ghost. Now, here on is with the Lord our God. It's one Lord. We identify all three of these manifestations by this name that he has given. Because in John, Jesus said, the Holy Ghost is going to come in my name. So now let's look at this as a whole as we summarize it all up. One God manifested himself in three ways. Now, throughout the Bible, there were different ways he did. He did manifest himself. Sometimes it does, sometimes different ways. But we know as far as his roles, these are the ways. I'm going to use one last illustration and we'll close. I don't want to overwhelm you. shows you is that this is his name. He's one person. But to each of us, he plays three different roles. He's not three different people. He's just one person. Now, when I was growing up, and still even now, he's my father. He's always going to be a brother, father-in-law, now. That's how he's manifested in her life as brother-in-law. Excuse me, father-in-law. 
Okay? Now, in a couple of months, he's going to be manifested another way. Grandfather. But guess what? He's still the same person. He's not going to create a clone. And that's still going to be his name. We have identified him with a name. And he's still Dan Senior. One person. Different roles that he played maybe at different times. He was a brother before he was a father to me. He was a father to me before he was a father-in-law. And he certainly was a father-in-law before he was a grandfather. But that never changed the fact that he's dancing. Here is Israel, the Lord our God. It's one Lord. Let us pray.